Welcome back to FNA Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to be talking about a very sensitive subject, and that is suicide and or death. Um, you know, it's a hard subject to, to cover, and it's something that's very relevant in van life right now. Yeah, so this week, unfortunately, has very much become Mental Health Awareness Week for van life. Um, when for I've, us, too, even. Yeah, I mean, just the conversations that have started over the news that broke earlier this week about Lee, uh, from Life with Lee. Um, and then several of our own friends that battle with, like, depression and anxiety and things that, you know create a strain on their own mental health. Yeah. And so we never met Lee and, you know, we talked with her in comments, you know, which is not any kind of like actual connection. You know, we're always very nice to her. And especially when she was opening up about her mental health and, you know, we were always supportive of her and, you know, Mm -hmm. tried to be so in the comments and she was always very sweet and responsive to the comments. But, you know, I think, the way that we talk to each other online, unfortunately, can really impact the way that we feel in ourselves offline. Yeah, I mean, it it happens firsthand for, for us. And I, you know, I notice it with Alex sometimes when there are, you know, these comments that for whatever reason, uh, the more negative ones stick in you like a thorn, you mm-hmm. know, where the positive ones are great. But you just don't feel them as hard as you feel that thorn in your side when it's a negative one, you know. So um, one thing is like if you wouldn't want something to be said to you, you probably shouldn't write it and say it to somebody else. And like you can get a 100 really positive, great comments. And then the one negative one is like you said, it's like a thorn. It just that's the one that you think about and remember. And then the next time you're filming something, you're like, oh, well, this person didn't like this about me. So I need to change that. And it's very easy to internalize, you know, this negativity that seems to be kind of like okay online in a way. Like it's, you know, oh, there's trolls and it's just a troll. Don't worry. They're just trolling. And it's like, but why? Trolling is like the new form of bullying. You know what I mean? Like, so in school, you had that bully that would like push you around or shove you in a locker or whatever. I never really had that bully. On Yes, I had like some people that would pick on me. Um, but like, even if it was like just trying to trip you when you're walking down the hallway or whatever, whatever it was, you know, you know, we had that bully in real life where now it's like so accessible for a hundred people to become a bully immediately to one person Mm -hmm. rather than one person being a bully and maybe everybody else standing up for them. Yeah. And when you put your life online and YouTube, you know, I guess you're welcoming that in a sense. And it's interesting because a lot of nomads start YouTube channels because, A, it's a really great way to document your travels. It's Mm. a really great way to kind of update your friends and family where you are, what you're Mm. doing, the beautiful places that you're seeing, maybe some of the struggles that you're having. Um, But, you know, the larger that your audience grows, the more you'll see kind of this darker side of the Internet. And, you know, we try to always stay positive and upbeat. And I'm super grateful to have Frankie because... I'm definitely more up and down than Frankie is. He definitely mm-hmm. has his, you know, moments as well. But when I'm really, you know, I'm just like, I can't look at social media. And yeah. I, every time that I'm looking at it, I'm feeling more and more terrible about myself. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a part of our job, so to speak, is being on social media. And yeah. so, you know, when I'm like, I can't do this, I need you to take over. Frankie steps right up. But yeah. I mean... 
at least it's not impacting you as bad as it is in me in that moment. Well, yeah, but I also think that I have some experience in stuff like this. You know, like my, my dad uh, growing up, he had he was bipolar and had, you know, suicide uh, thoughts and would like, you know, have actions that were um, very scary, I guess, at that time in my life, uh, being so young in life. Um, but you know, those prepared me to be able to have conversations that are much harder or like uh, be physically and mentally ready for a situation that is like tougher that you got to try to like stand up to and be different than everybody else, you know, because the normal would, you know, probably laugh about it or allow it to even happen or not like make any action or whatsoever, you know, so um, I guess I just learned over time to be like super like reactive and proactive, I guess you could say. Um, and I always try to notice whenever you're feeling uh, down or uh, that's why I always ask you, you know, like I'm constantly asking and you guys out there should be asking your partners and the people that you're around, your family members, your friends, acquaintances that you meet. If you like, if you could feel that their energy is down and low, you should really just like reach out and try to just have a helping hand. It, it means a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's definitely one of the most meaningful things that people have done for me throughout my life. So in this last day or so, since all of this news came out, we have had a couple of really deep conversations with some friends, specifically in the nomad space, because I feel like, you know, like I reached out to my core group of friends None of whom know who Lee is because yeah. none of them are into van life except mm-hmm. that they know us, you yeah. know. Um, so they, you know, wouldn't know who she was. Um, and I just reached out to my friends and was like, I love you guys. And if you're ever struggling, yeah, you know, let, like, let us know. Yeah, or just reach out because, you know, we live so far apart. And I think that, you know, as close as technology brings us together, it also separates us oh, in yeah. a way that, like, Oh, I just checked in the other day, but like a check-in, you know, a text is different than a phone call is different than an in-person hug. Yeah. And also on top of that, just like the, uh, the fact that we compare ourselves to other people so much, you know, um, and everybody for the most part is guilty of doing this, you know, is like, Ooh, I wish my life could be like that or whatever it is. I mean, on a really specific level, I'm definitely guilty of comparing ourselves and our channel to Max and Lee. Yeah. Because they have, you know, such an awesome channel and they've had such great success. And then I'm looking at our channel and I'm like, well, why isn't ours, you know, performing like that or, you know, whatever it might be. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's so beautiful. And like, I could never you know, do take that photo or whatever no, it is. I don't is. think that's the case. But, all. you know, you internalize yeah, these things. You, you totally start to, like, compare yourself to, to people, and it creates a depression within yourself. And, you know, you really have to um, understand and, like, check in with yourself and be like, hey, you know, I'm good enough. You got to, like, tell yourself that you're good enough. I was having a conversation with somebody earlier uh, I, like when I was younger, I used to be like that guy that would like look in the mirror and be like, oh yeah, you're handsome. Like you, you got this, you know? And I, I don't know, maybe in the last, however many years I, I kind of lost that a little bit, you know, that feeling about myself and, you know, gradually it, it has picked up again, which is, is good, you know, for my own personal, uh, you know, ability to feel good about myself, you know? Um, but, but yeah, you know, these are things that we struggle with because we are constantly comparing ourselves to others 
and where we don't need to compare. We need to be um, individual and like learn from people who are doing well by, by like, you know, taking that version and making it your own mm-hmm. in a sense instead of like trying to just straight up copy you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because not everybody gets to live the same life, and that's the beauty of life. Mm-hmm. You know? And also, just because you're doing van life or whatever, it doesn't mean that you have to have a social media presence. Yeah, you don't. It doesn't mean that you have to start a YouTube channel. Yeah, you definitely and, don't. And, you know, I think some of the happiest van lifers that we met don't have any of that kind no. of responsibility. And, like, and I mean, I could understand why. You know, I could totally see why it would uh, could hurt your experience. Mm-hmm. You and, know? like, even for us, you know... Our relationship is also a business, is also, mm-hmm. you know, our career. and Yeah, so being able to, like, literally separate that business and personal is sometimes extremely hard. Even when we, like, are like, hey, we're not supposed to talk about business. Of course, guess what happens? We wind up talking <laughs> about business, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely... I feel like the other day we were taking a shower. Yeah. And I was like, I can't talk about anything yeah. that's, like, related to, en- like, anything right now. And yeah. you're like, okay. And then, like, one minute later, you're like, so should we, like, make this post about... The-? And I'm like, yeah. Frank? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, because that's where really the... really hard. But that's where the mind is going because, like, that's what you're constantly focused on. So, of course, you're going to, like, start talking about that business aspect of it. But also, at the same time, it's our life. So how yeah. do you how do you separate? Where is them? that line? You know where do you where do you step away and say okay mm-hmm. you know this is what I need to do. Where or, I think in terms of nomadic living, like say we were just you know managing someone else's social media, or we were doing you know graphic design on the road, or we had like an e you know affiliate marketing mm-hmm. business or whatever, you could just shut it down at a certain yeah. point of day and say like okay. Laptops closed, yeah. like work's done, time to enjoy this beautiful place that we're mm-hmm. at. But for us, it's like, okay, we're at this beautiful place. We have to take the picture. We have to get the shot. We have yeah. to get the drone up. Okay, make sure because the sun's going to go down soon. So, like, park the car just mm-hmm. like this. So, it's like it adds to the experience, but also in a way it takes away from the experience. Yeah, for sure. And, like, whether you're a nomad or you're just, you know, doing the regular nine to five, it doesn't, like, you could struggle with this in any part of life you know mm-hmm. um so like don't think that we're excluding anybody because we're not everybody everybody has these uh things that happen to them that put them in a depression i you know just witnessing that firsthand all the time throughout my life with my dad it was heartbreaking but at the same time also like i learned a lot you know mm-hmm. and I, I was able to take a lot of good things from it and understand like what could possibly happen to me if my, you know, mind takes off down a certain path as well, you know, um, and how to tr- possibly cope with it. And realistically, for me, I think it's it's talking about it with people, you know, like really opening up and allowing yourself to, um, you know, let out those insecurities or those feelings because the people around you just want to help build you up and not bring you down. If that, they're the if right they're, people. If they're the right people. If they're, the way you know that they're the wrong people is if they are not willing to help you. Mm-hmm. And I think we've said this on the podcast before, but you are, you know, a direct reflection of the people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. And so if you're spending time with people who, you know, are judging against social media and are, you know, making you feel worse about yourself than good about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not that you need a cheerleading squad that just says yes to everything. Obviously, you know, you need to have some some smart people in your corner that are going to tell you when you're on the wrong track. But generally speaking 
you want people who are going to support you in life and be excited for your achievements. Yeah. And people that are going to bring a positive, uh, a positive want in your life or a positive, <laughs> like an inspire you to yeah. do better and be more. Correct. And, yeah. and like Lee was one of those people, you know? Yeah. It's just so sad. And then especially, you know, I was just listening today to the reroute podcast that she did with Eamon and Beck. Yeah. I don't know the date of that. It was a couple of months ago, I think now, but you know, she was talking about how she was on the other side of her depression and then like looking back mm-hmm. into her depression, she couldn't believe how low she had been. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously at some point, you know, we don't know, everything is speculative, but, you know, she must have gotten back into that headspace where she had been previously. Yeah. And it's just really sad because, you know, again, it's that whole thing. Like you look at someone's pictures online and you look at you know, their videos, and you think that you know somebody. But you have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea that, like, the real struggles that they're going through. Yeah, you're just getting a glimpse on, like, what the life is. And, you know, you're lucky when people open up and tell you the things they're going through because they're using you as an outlet to help. And not only help themselves, but help others. Like, because there are a lot of other people that could, like, uh, relate to that specific situation you know so um i think that you know what she was doing was commendable by you know telling people about and talking about and it talking and talking about very open about it yeah and like we gotta be us as people have to be more receptive to like understanding and wanting to help and then trying to go even further and help like a friend or a family member that is struggling with these things. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's talking to them, if it's helping them find a place to get the actual help that they need, you know, even just giving the number to uh, the National Society Prevent- uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline is very important. And if you guys need that number out there, that number is 800 273 8255. And we'll put that in the show notes. And then I'm sure there's different ones for different countries as well. Um, But so that's the United States one. Yeah. But yeah, it's just interesting because I think people, in my life anyways, I've seen that the people who I think are the most exuberant and, you know, people who I look at and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you've got it all figured out. Like you are such, you know, the life of the party or like Mm -hmm. everybody is gravitated towards you. Those are the people who tend to have the biggest struggles Mm -hmm. with mental health in, you know, whether that's an eating disorder or depression or whatever the case might be. And, you know, people are often really good at hiding these things because it is such, you know, a stigmatized battle. And I think that we're getting better as a society, as a whole, about, you know, being open about these things and it not being so stigmatized mm-hmm. that, like, you know, it's okay to get help and it's okay to talk to a therapist or a psychologist or, you know, there's been multiple phases of my life where, you know, big transitions were happening and I I needed to talk to somebody like that. Yeah, and that's amazing that you went and actually got that help because a lot of people out there wouldn't. Like, me personally, I wouldn't go get that help because, like, I'm scared to talk about things sometimes, you know, maybe that was something that uh, I could have done when my dad passed, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's hard. It's hard to take that leap. And I want you to know that if you do take that leap, it just makes you that much stronger is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get at. It was always a very good thing. Mm -hmm. Like it took a while to get to the point where I was like, okay, I need to go and I need to talk to somebody. But as soon as 
I went and opened up that floodgate of, you know, releasing everything that was going on or just like having a an outside third party to kind of talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a really emotionally abusive relationship and was very much um, isolated in that from, you know, all my friends and family. Nobody had any idea because, you know, of the way that the relationship was structured. I was not allowed to talk to anybody about it. So I literally had no outlet. Yeah. Um, and it took me like a year to get into counseling about it while the whole relationship was still going on, still super volatile, still super unhealthy, you know. Which which makes me want to say, guys out there, if you are married, have a girlfriend, whatever, make sure that you are like nice to your wife and like your girlfriend and seriously like and talk to them and like let them know that you're there for them um you know mentally you know and physically you know allow that um allow this to open the doors to communication in your relationships it's only going to benefit your relationship if you allow communication in it Mm -hmm. and if you're in a relationship that doesn't allow that because you're you know probably the first partner that i've had in a line of many partners who was not good at emotionally communicating, you know, I mean, you are good at emotionally (laughs) communicating and I think it's because of your history and your background. I wasn't always that way, you know, like I'm sure that I was, I'm sure that I was okay at it, but I feel like, you know, you get better as time goes on if you try to work at something. Well, and you become more mature and things in life happen that, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is very much a turning point for us in terms of, you know, we've been talking about how we manage our own social media and how we, you know, the we always want to spread positivity and joy and love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, anything, we need to be very conscious of the fact that anything that is taking away or, you know, creating negativity oh, yeah. needs to just be out of our out lives. Yeah. Because, you know, life is short and... There is absolutely no point in doing something that, you know, is going to, it's almost like karma. Like, it's not like we're trying to put out negativity, but then, you know, and it's not that we're trying to like hide bad things that are happening in our lives either, because I think that's also very important in terms of creating a realistic expectation for people who are thinking about entering this lifestyle, because I don't want you to you know, if you're dreaming about van life to think that every single day is the best day of your life and you're just going to wake up looking at a mountain beside a forest and there's nymphs running around everywhere. If you think that it's going to change your life, it might help change your perspective or guide you in that way that you're already starting to think because you're already on this train of thought of like, I want to see more beautiful things. Mm -hmm. Or even I I just want to get out of my current surrounding. I want to get out of my current surrounding that is toxic to be in a better one, right? But you have to look for those better Situations. And your mindset has to change Correct. too. Well, like your mom was saying about like AA, it's like you change people, places, and things. Yeah. And so, you know, changing the people and the places and the things is very much moving into a van and leaving everything that you've yeah. known. But there's still a whole lot of mental change that needs to happen oh, yeah. to get you to the other side. And I could tell you that those things help you, but they don't completely change you. So like... You know, even for my my father, once again, I'm going to go back to him because this is like my prime example when it comes to anything in in like this situation. Um, 
he became less suicidal. He became, you know, uh, less addicted, less addicted to things, uh, and or more things. I mean, he always had an addiction issue, no matter what. But then it, it kind he of like transferred from no matter what drugs and alcohol to stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it just transfers to a new thing. That's why there's so many DVDs in the house. Correct, but he also never got the proper help to right. help him deal with his situation. Like he wasn't going and talking to somebody every week or every month or every other day depending on what he needed for his severity of this disease, you know? And I just think that um what it what it's taught me though is that like changing those people places and things definitely will help you, but you need to continue to go on to find more help for yourself to have the tools to get the job done, uh, or to help you deal with the situation that you're having throughout your life, you yeah. know? It's definitely a lot of inner work and inner reflection, which is not necessarily an easy road to walk, but no, um, it's definitely a worthwhile road. Yeah, I try to reflect as much as I possibly can to be a better person. I always try never to make the same mistakes that I've made before. And sometimes it, it, it just happens. But you have to really gear yourself away and understand why it's important not to make mistakes, you know, again like that in your life, you know. So um, just really like dig down deep in yourself and ask yourself, like, is it worth it to you or um, is this going to benefit my life? Or is it going to really uh, put a negative draw on my life? You really got to ask yourself those questions because they're very, very important. We really want to let you guys know to seek professional help if you need it. Um, and don't be, don't be afraid to open up with your family and friends uh, that have been there for you naturally. Um, because they will definitely help guide you in the proper direction, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And even if they can't totally understand what you're going through, because I feel like sometimes... You know, especially if you've been putting on this front that, like, you are good and you're great and then mm -hmm. you, you know, open up. I feel like that was a big thing when I finally told my family that was, like, I'm not okay and, mm -hmm. like, I'm in a, trapped in, like, a horrible place and, yeah. like, things are not good. They were like, what do you mean? Like, you guys are so happy and, yeah. like, everything's great and, like, maybe you should just work on it and, like... It'll get better, and you're like... If that is the advice you're getting, go somewhere else. Well, it's just interesting because by the time I got that advice, I'd already been in therapy for like mm -hmm. six months every single week. Yeah. And so, you know, me getting to the point where I could actually talk to my family about it was a whole lot of work yeah. on my own, you know, by myself with my, you know, therapist yes. talking about it. Um, so then when I did finally have those conversations with my friends and family, it was like... No, I know what's right, and, like, you know, I'm sure at my core that mm -hmm. I'm doing the right thing. And, like, I know that you need to get up to speed, but, like, I'm going to help get you there. Yeah. But the best thing that anybody could do is just listen. You yes. know, listen and be there. And, like, you know, I've had, uh, you know, one of my really good friends reached out recently, and, you know, she started taking antidepressants. I mean, this has been a really hard year for so many people. Oh, yeah. And we're definitely lucky and blessed in that, you know, our 2020 and, you know, has generally been pretty positive and, like, our lives are moving in a forward, upward direction. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that there haven't been hard times. Yeah. But I think definitely 
a lot of people have been really, you know, struck back by everything that's going on in the world. And so if not now, you know, there's no other better time to recognize that like you're not alone in this. Yeah. And if we're not talking to you directly, you know, maybe you're a friend of somebody that you could see them going through a downward spiral and maybe there's something you could do to just reach out and help. And actually for me personally, I feel like there's somebody in my life that I could do that for. So I think I'm going to nut up and have that conversation with this person because, you know, I just want to see my family and my friends do well in life. You know, I don't want to see them down and out and I don't want to see them hurt, but some people go through things sometimes and we have to understand that, but we also have to understand that we can help. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, we are here for you guys. We love our FNA community so much. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever reached out to us, you know that we answer every single comment, every single DM. Mm -hmm. We are your biggest cheerleaders. We have so many people reaching out, you know, we bought a van, you know, you inspired us to get this and we're hitting the road and we are so high-fiving you all the way. Yeah. And if you're struggling and you're having a hard time, you know, we're not licensed anything. No. You know, but we can definitely, you know, help in whatever way we can and then help guide you to get help, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah, we will do our best, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you could reach out to a friend that possibly needs help, please do that. A family member that needs help, you know, share information with them that is going to help them. Uh, and I think we'll leave it there. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Have an F&A day. <laughs>